0: This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black Street. Good afternoon. I am Blair Durham. I am your host for Black Wall Street Today. We are so excited about today's show topic entrepreneurship through authorpreneurship, entrepreneurship through authorpreneurship. Very excited about the guests that we will feature today and just in general at this show topic. I must say I was a serial entrepreneur in my head for probably 10 to 12 years before ever really doing anything about it. Um, I did dabble in network marketing I probably sold a dozen different um, types of products and services. Um, I even founded a company whose tagline was Missionaries for Visionaries um, about maybe seven years ago. Um, And I was doing a lot of writing at that time for entrepreneurs. I attempted to start a nonprofit for youth uh, maybe about eight years ago. And it's really now that my entrepreneurial gift is, is gaining traction. Um, so just just super excited um, about that I wanted to share though I can remember the words of my pastor um, probably when I was about 15 years old and he said to me as you're looking to gain traction as you're looking for success in your career um, start writing and I kind of looked at him and I was thinking you know unless you know, I'm really good at math and science and start writing that just was not the advice that I was looking to hear but as I matriculated into undergrad I found that writing was my was my greatest strength and there were classes where you know I probably scored much higher than I should have just because I had a gift for writing um, you know that kind of went far above my capacity to really research and, and do all of the things that the professors were looking for at that time I just I had a gift and I didn't know necessarily what to do with it, but now having finished my very first manuscript, right, I have it in hand. I'm looking at how is it that I turn this into a cash cow? How do I how do I continue writing um, so that I can um, expand my my own repertoire of books? And how do I how do I make this a business? So that is really the focus for today's show. Um, I know that there are many of us that have books inside of us. Some of us have already gotten those books out of us and we have no idea how to take it to the next level. Um, and so our guests for today are going to help us expound on that concept, and really learn um, what those next steps are going to look like. So, hashtag Our Numbers Matter, one of my favorite segments. Um, According to the most recent Census Bureau statistics, it looks like about 4% of the two and a half million Black-owned businesses here in the United States are represented by those in the writing space. Um, And they actually share that with um, artists and other types of performers, so about 4%. Of course, our revenues are about $15,000 less than our white counterparts. I'm hovering at right around 27,000 a year. Um, and so that, you know, really is my is my goal for today is how do we how do we move that needle? How do we how do we grow our writing businesses? Um, and again, I hope that you will walk away with some very practical steps that you can take uh, toward doing that. So with that, my first guest, just so excited. Um, uh, this young lady is a newly retired Navy nuclear engineer. Not only that, she is a book writing consultant and a business strategist with over two decades of experience working with individuals and organizations, developing well-structured systems and processes that increase overall productivity. She's earned countless awards, honors, and accolades. um, The most unique being the fact that she's one of the first three African-American nuclear-trained women to earn the rank of Chief Petty Officer in the history of the highly prestigious Naval Nuclear Propulsion Program. She herself is an author, she is a life coach, she's a master training specialist, she does hold a lean Six Sigma black belt, and she's also a credentialed sexual assault victim advocate, which is timely for the month of October. She did transition into the civilian sector with well over a decade of project management experience. Um, and took extensive leadership and multifaceted mm-hmm. skill sets into the private sector and the world of project management. I am so excited to welcome Ms. Andrella Pouche. Andrella, thank you for being here.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Blair. This is uh, an absolutely amazing forum. You know, one of the things that as authors we sometimes find ourselves striving to find is a place to be heard. You know, yes. We can put our thoughts, our visions um, on paper, but sometimes how do you reach out? Where do you where do you go to have somebody to talk to, and say, hey look, look at me, I'm here. You know, and then when you sit down and you break it down into what's missing in our community, that's a whole different conversation. Huge. Whole different conversation. So thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for being here. I must say you are doing that thing. Andrella and I are friends on Facebook. And I see her post, she's creating events in the space of entrepreneurship, excuse me. I see that you have an event coming up, you are teaching people how to write a book in 72 hours?
1: Yes, how to write a book in 72
0: hours. First of all, how is that even possible? (laughs) 72 hours? I think the closest record is write your book in 90 days. Write your book, okay. So now you're teaching people how to write
1: a book in 72 hours? In 72 hours, How is that? So... Actually, I when I retired, right, sure. I was looking for what was gonna happen in the next chapter of my life. And so I partnered with a woman, her name is Teria Vaughn. She's actually a Hampton University alumni, right? Okay. So she owns a business, the company is called Show sure Your Success. So there's me and there's four other educators and there's a very unique system that we do where people don't even have to sit down and write, right? Most times people say, how in the world do I find time to write a book? more or less even write a chapter. Okay. You know, so nowadays, if you can talk a book, technology tools are amazing. So if you can talk about your subject, if you're passionate about it and you have the thoughts in your head, you sure. can definitely write a book. So we're using
0: technology to yes. cut down on some of the time. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it. So I'm, I'm curious to hear sort of your story, how it is that you, first of all, became an author, and then second, how you became passionate about empowering other authors. Like okay. Where did that happen
1: in your journey? It's it's actually um, not really full circle here today, but right before we went on the air, right? I believe in listening to those whispers in life. Sure. And so last year I'd had a, uh, I was a new mom, uh, second time mom, about to retire. And I was, I was sitting in bed like most moms do, just got done breastfeeding. And I heard God say, you need to tell your story. Oh, wow. And I literally opened up an email. It was like 5 o'clock in the morning. And I literally opened back up my computer and there was an email for an invitation to be a collaboration book author. Okay. And so I said, oh, wow, okay, God, I hear you speaking. I I hear you speaking. And so that's how I, I came on board with my first book collaboration project, which was called Unlock Your Dreams talking about black brilliance, and it was profiles of people in the community that are doing phenomenal things. Sure. So that's how I got on my very first book collaboration project. And then one of the things that I've done over the last 16 years is as a sexual assault victim advocacy, or victim advocate, is I really work to help people find the power beyond the pain, right? Okay. And so I myself have been in a domestic violence uh, relationship the violent part was a small amount of time maybe about two weeks time at the very end of a relationship okay but that person tried to come back into my life this year as a result of social media right because okay. social media really kind of gives people the door to your world It does. and so again I heard him say somebody needs to hear your story and that very same day I heard um, about uh, request for co-authors to be on a domestic violence book. And so for me, that's how I I answered the call of what was going on inside my life, spiritually and mentally, and said, you know what? There's, there's always somebody that's sitting in the corner that does not know where to go, what to do, and they need our stories, you know? So our lives may be ours to live, but somebody will definitely be able to benefit and learn from it.
0: Hmm so twice i heard you mention co-authorship this
1: idea of collaborative writing this is a thing i'm seeing and absolutely absolutely so at sure your success what we do uh, we actually just closed out last month i think we had um seven book launches over the last two months so one wow. of the one of the goals for this year at sure success was to be able to launch 1,000 new entrepreneurs okay so with our book collaboration projects we're able to um they're anywhere from seven, seven co-authors to 21 co-authors. We even wow. had a 21 co author kids book that launched last month. So absolutely amazing things. So our 72-hour formula is, is really changing lives, not just for the co-authors, but also for the people that are able to read and be blessed by the books.
0: Okay. So so walk us through then. Let's assume that the manuscript has been written. We've mm-hmm. put in our 72 hours. We have a product. Right. What how do we get it to market because I believe that's where maybe that that barrier is is I've got the book what do I do with it now, I know that Amazon and other spaces are, are simplifying that but if you're saying you have a formula certainly we'd like to push people in your direction
1: right so what we do is uh, you no, know, of course I'm not a graphic expert I'm not an editing expert I'm not a formatting expert okay but we do have um, very professional team members that can get the covers done so you know they did the covers for they do the covers back covers you have not seen beautiful. this yet beautiful <laughs> She has her book here in the studio with us. I survived it. Wow. So our graphic editing formatting team is able to take the ideas in a person's head and through a process of um, interviewing and transcription, make that vision come to life on paper in the form of a book. Okay. Okay. And then from there, because that still seems like the very
0: beginning... It is the very the beginning. Very, like the beginning before the beginning. What? How do we then translate it into something that people know about and something right. that people are buying? How does this become profitable?
1: Now, I will tell you, one of the things that I did not know when I wrote my first book was I did not know that writing the book was the very start. Sure. So before you even write your book, a person would need to sit down and have an actual plan On what to do because sometimes we just write our book and people think that that's the end-all be-all yeah or they search for publishers because they think that the the publisher will be able to get them Amazon bestseller or some of those titles and then they lose track of the site that you really should get excited about the results right because if you don't have a plan on how to market how to get your book out there or even a thought plan for what results you want from the book you're really just writing a book to sit on the shelf Okay. And that's one of the things that we work to do. We, we want to make sure that our people are not garage qualified, meaning they have a ton of books in the garage that's just right. sitting waiting on somebody to purchase. Right. So show Your Success actually provides a, a blueprint. Correct, getting that part of it done as well. Come Correct. Sure your success. We actually have a full blueprint from strategy sessions that happen in the beginning before the person even conducts the interview okay. to get to get an idea of what's the goal for the book? What it is that you want to happen? What results are you looking for? Are you looking to um, get more speaking engagements? Are you looking to launch your own podcast? How to really take a book and build a business um, based on what it is that you've been through in life or your expertise or your pain points that you've been able to um, um, overcome, you know myself. I've, I've, in addition to this book, it's it's, it's, it's amazing how God works, right? So with Share Your Success, before I came on board, I actually started doing a collaboration project. So I'm also, I'm also managing an all-military book collaboration project okay. of all females. Yes, I've seen this. Right, very and, exciting. Right, that's entitled "Her Story Is History." Wow. Because oftentimes, um, the female military members, their, their actions, their goals, their milestones get lost in the sauce. Mm-hmm. And so, um, being able to lead my own collaboration project through Surture Success, and also being an educator through Surture Success, I can actually help this group of seven other women, in addition to myself, learn how to launch professional businesses and platforms starting with the book. I love it. It reminds me of a
0: quote that I read sort of in preparation for this show. It says, authors are becoming more like pop stars who used to make most of their money selling albums, but who now use their recordings, or in this case their books, as promotional tools, earning a living mainly from concerts or speaking engagements. Mm -hmm. Is that what you found to be true with Show Your Success? Is that really
1: the book becomes a launching pad? The book, or other opportunities? Your book definitely is your launching pad. You know, I was at a networking event and I'm, I'm a little bit of an introvert. I didn't realize that about myself mm-hmm. when I was younger, but I am slightly an introvert. And so I would go to these networking events and I realized that people would take business cards and they just kind of dump them in the purse, Got right? It. Um, but I have a book. So the person that's going to purchase a book to be connected to me, not only am I able to start my income stream there, but if we connect and I know that that's someone that I can help through something, one, they're not going to throw that book away. Right. But then also I can continue to connect with them. And because I do have a tangible product that's going to go either on the table or next to the bed as they're reading it, they're going to be able to further connect me to people that I can help. Yeah, I love the
0: idea. Because I've I've heard it said that the book is sort of the end, so you've got this speaking engagement, right? I've heard people say, I don't take a speaking engagement unless I have a book. Right. That way I have somewhere to push people to once I'm done speaking. But in your case, it's now, write the book promote that and then from
1: there you know other opportunities present themselves i think probably it can work both ways would you say it is it definitely works both ways like um you know my most recent book was in the field of domestic violence but i am speaking later on this month down in charleston at an event and my topic is going to be on emotional wellness you know and it's based on what i've been through what i was able to Mm -hmm. overcome and some of those things that that help me and how i can help other people you know Mm -hmm. um you mentioned uh, a springboard. So the book is a springboard, and one of the things that we also teach is not only how to um, come up with speaking engagements or how to find those speaking engagements, we can kind of help you with finding those resources as well. you know um, so hmm. even getting into the world of consulting, you know, a lot of people don't realize when they go to events, people want authors to speak. You know, when you look at doctors, doctors spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loans, but what do you? What do they say first? I'm an author, right? As if a twenty or twenty-five dollar book that you made is more than what it costs in over $100,000 in student loan debt. So if, if you kind of think about what plays the bigger role, being an author is, is doing that thing that most people won't even do. Most people won't have the courage to say, I've been through this, I know this, let me put this on paper, and how can I help you? Very true.
0: So we're, we're getting close to time here. Let me ask you, what final words, maybe um, advice would you give to someone who is right there in that place? They've got something that they've written and it's time to figure out how to bring it to market. What would you say,
1: maybe three things? I would say one, don't be afraid. right? You have to, in order to help somebody, you have to be able to get out of your own way. You have to be able to find your voice to help somebody else. Sure. There's always somebody that's watching. Two, get connected. You know, there's a lot of information online. There's a lot of noise out on the internet and people can tell you how to do things, but until you can plug into a professional team, into a system, sometimes you're just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Hmm. Um, I do strategy sessions, so if if someone is interested in doing strategy sessions or they can connect with me. That was my next question. How exactly can people get a hold of you? Right, right. (laughs) And tell us how we can get tickets to the event that you have coming up as well. Okay. They can text their name, just text their first name in the subject line to 757-514-8506. Again, that's Mm 757-514-8506. Text someone a strategy session. First name. Strategy and, session. Okay. And I can follow up. The event going on in Charleston is at the clubhouse. Um, text me that as well. And I can, um, I don't have the name of the website. I'll post it on your website later on today. Um, it's Perfect. not my event. Again, I'm a speaker that got invited. Okay. Okay. Um, to come down. My books can be purchased at Andrella.herstoryishistory.com or book.com.
0: Wonderful. Angela, thank you so much for coming onto the show today. We hope to have you back in the future. And when we come back, add this to the list and a 20-year community activist and nonprofit leader now entering the entrepreneur space. We'll talk soon.
2: Excellence is being able to perform at a high level for a long period of time.
0: The next level
1: success is just
0: a step away. Stay tuned. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after a word from our underwriting sponsors. Welcome back. Shout out. Thank you so much, Miss Andrella Poucher, for a wonderful first segment. I hope that we got as much out of it as I did. Next up, add this to the list. Super excited about supporting some Black authors right here in the Hampton Roads region. We're going to add three Black authors to the list today. The first one is Miss Tyranny Parker. She is launching her book, Funding an Empire Volume 1. She actually has a launch event tomorrow evening. We're super excited. Tyranny is a locally, if not regionally renowned financial expert. And so her book Funding an Empire is all about how to transition your family into um, one that exercises fiscal responsibility so that we really can leave a legacy for our children. Very important. Second piece, Dr. Jacqueline Walker's Got a Story to Tell, came out earlier this year, a compilation piece uh, collaboration with six other authors along the lines of what Andrella was sharing with us earlier. Uh, Got a Story to Tell, you can find it on Facebook at Got a Story to Tell, uh, Dr. Jacqueline Walker. And then the third one is Kathy Staton's Love's Got Everything to Do With It. When Love Hurts Again that's Kathy Staten Love's got everything To do with it When Love Hurts Wanted to make sure I promote this book This month Because it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month Her book is A known resource As it relates to Domestic violence Check out those three books Tyranny Parker Dr. Jacqueline Walker and Kathy Staten. Up next, I am so excited to introduce my friend, Miss Star Armstrong. She is a resource to Hampton Roads and beyond. She has worked as a community activist. She creates programming for youth. Um, she is a nonprofit executive with Clever Communities in Action, and she is entering the entrepreneur space. So excited to have you, Star. Welcome, welcome.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I am beyond excited to be here
0: yes like i know that this is a new lane for you entrepreneurship and that's exactly why i thought it would be perfect to have you on the show i think you are a demonstration that all things are possible that anyone can become an entrepreneur um, and i know that you have put hours and hours into researching how to actually bring your first book to market and i really want to talk about that process uh, what has that been like for you first of all when you made the decision to publish, what influenced your decision to either self-publish or not to self-publish? Can you just speak to that briefly?
2: Um, so again, I, you know, this is, a, this is a new path for me and, and I'm excited about this new journey. Um, as far as self-publishing or going the traditional route, Nothing about me is really traditional. So, um, you know, self-publishing allows you the opportunity to learn when you go through that process. And I have other things in mind as far as helping other people now that I've learned this process. So um, that was one of the factors and for me to really be able to um, go through this and have an understanding of what it is because when you hand it over to somebody else, yes, they do all the work for you, but you don't necessarily learn the process. And
0: so um, I think that was a big a critical influence for me the fact that you really wanted to know that process yes so that you can help others yes that's great i'm excited so as it relates to distribution then what specific avenues have you opted for
2: so right now again new process for me because i'm usually like you know "Ah, all about talking about whatever i'm doing but this one is like it's a new baby it's a new thing and so for my um Distribution right now, I'm still in the pre order phase. Okay, pre order. um, Yes, I haven't even launched the book. You know, it's not out. I have a launch coming up. Um, it's not available on Amazon yet, but Amazon is um, one of the vehicles, as well as my personal website, as well as like I like to say, Master P in it. Um, that is the <laughs> funk in the trunk, like you <laughs> are out on the, um, you know, hitting the ground, um, making connections with people. Yeah, copies on deck, like um, awesome. and doing that hand to hand. I think that still mm-hmm. matters, and I'm um, excited about all of these different aspects of putting, um, getting this information out there to our people
0: people. Talk about the pre-order process, sort of as it relates to a way to market the book, as it relates to a way to start to generate revenue from the book. How has that worked for you so far? So it's been exciting. And there are a lot of things, again, that you
2: learn. And Like, I'm just excited about learning. Um, right, right. And, and, and so stepping kind of into a different lane, because people who are familiar with me also, I used to have my own website where I okay. blogged about social political issues pertaining to the Black community. And um, people have been saying for a long time, when are you going to publish a book? When are you going to write a book? All of these different so things. So writing wasn't really new. Um, no, it. no, not new, but putting it in a book format was actually um, new and learning the process yes. of putting it in um, a book format. Because we see books all the time, but we don't understand all that it takes to bring that into fruition. Yes. Um, so pre-ordering. Pre-ordering, yes. As yes. You said, pre-ordering. Yes. So pre-orders are a way for people who are excited about of content to get their hands on it first before everybody else. And it's okay. also the way that authors are able to... So it costs money to do this. If you're going to... People write books for different reasons. Some people write a book just for a sense of accomplishment. that they want to be able to say that they publish, that I have these words in my heart and I want to put it in book format. Format. People um, want to start movements. People want to leverage themselves as the phrase is now, entrepreneurship. Right, so if right. you are starting a movement, if you are um, becoming... And if you're an entrepreneur and all of those things it's going to cost money you know and so sure. pre-orders is a way for people who support what you're talking about people who want that con- uh, that content you're getting it to them quicker and also you're generating revenue um before you move forward um to help you with the initiatives that are coming like you you're, you're 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 always moving like it's always as, as you grow with this things are costing more money and you're so so this is an investment the pre-orders into what offers are doing coming up and so that's why it's really um, we're excited about getting it to the people who pre-order and love that love of people who you know are like I want to get it ahead of time and also appreciating what that does to move the process along so that you can provide
0: more yeah so so what would you say the advantage then of something as powerful as social media has been for the movement that you're building with your book social media
2: is um great. Uh it, it's the way to get the word out there. It's a way um to market. Um, it, it can be free or you can pay and, right, you know, right. spend a little money to get a little more reach. But nonetheless, it allows you to access people who you would not have access to otherwise. So, um, again, whether you're just trying to put your book out there, whether you're promoting the pre-orders, um, people purchasing your book or the all-around movement, speaking engagement, social media allows you to compartmentalize that okay. the way that you want to do it, get as creative with it as you would like to get um and uh, move that, get that information out there to the people. So I think it's vital. I, I I really don't know if you have goals beyond just saying, hey, you know, I I wrote this book, I published this book. If you have
0: goals beyond that, then social media has to become your BFF. Has to, has to. So what is that part of it like for you? So here's a quote. This this actually reminded me of you. It says. The trouble with many budding writers is that they are not cut out for this new world. They're often introverts, preferring, preferring solitude to salesmanship. Readers these days want to know, want to get to know the creators of the books they buy. Diffident authors may feel uncomfortable with getting so close to their fans. What's your thought there? Like, do you feel like social media kind of forces that barrier down? Are you, are you getting more comfortable in that space? How, what's, how's your feeling there? So um, about kind of becoming the thought leader and then having to engage
2: so I don't feel that it's anything that's necessarily new for me in that aspect I don't like saying fans is so funny to me because I feel like you have people right? who support what you're doing and people sure. who genuinely um, love and and value and benefit from what you're doing and we have that wonderful exchange like I have people on social media like I said going back to my days with my website of CleverSpeaks.com who have been around since 07 when I started on MySpace wow. and then um, got the own site of my site around 09 and there are people people who have been um, rocking with me since then. And so this is just a, a, a new lane um, with that. And I think, um, so I have so issues with technology, period. Okay. Like, okay. I, you know, I've adapted that phrase, Erica Badu gave us analog girl in the digital world. Right. So I have my time and then I, you know, step back a little bit, but I think social media, as far as um, if you are an author and you're not used to that, I see how it could be kind of um, alarming to somebody. But you, it's, it's necessary and you also are able to control how you do that like talking to people through your phone screen or through your computer right. screen does not mean that you have literally let them through your front door and Indeed. you are able to control what information you want to put out there but people do want your personality people want you are providing vital information and people want to get to know the person who is providing them that information and so um, it allows you to um, if you're not necessarily comfortable it's like a cheat extrovert Like, you still can, if you are an introvert, you can remain an introvert. You control your extrovertedness. That's but good. I, I <laughs> we're gonna rock with that one today. Yes. But um, I, I I think that it's great. Like I, social media allows you to connect with people who um, you would not have otherwise, and people who see the value. Like one of the best feelings is when you put something out and you see that other people see the value in that as well. And the story, the narrative, the movement that you are pushing when you see people um, are on the same page. My particular book, Dear Black Man, I Need You, is talking about unity and cohesion between. Sure black men and black women and so it's exciting for me when I see people ordering this book and in addition to the support for me I'm like I knew that there were people out here who feel this way and giving them um an opportunity a medium to express themselves a movement to latch on to when you see like yes even though the the counter narrative seems to shine so brightly we know we're creating a space for people who understand that um value and I I, I, I just
0: love it Uh, We're excited for you. Thank you. Very exciting. So talk about the launch. Talk about the book. Where can we find it? Where can we get it signed? What do you have going on? So I have a launch coming up um, on October the 11th at
2: um, the venue on 35th Street. That's in Norfolk, Virginia. The venue on 35th. And it's from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. So um, everybody come out. You can purchase the book if you haven't pre-ordered it already. Um, you can get it signed if you have ordered it already. Um, also, it's going to be interactive. So this is not your regular um, book signing where I'm, you know, just going to talk and then sign your book. We're going to have some things going on that deal with this topic of I need you. So when we talk about a movement, my movement is the um I need you movement, right? And this is reframing um, the discussion that black men and black women have about how we value, view, respect, and treat one another. Um, Being vulnerable enough to say that we need each other. Um, And so when you come out to this launch, you're going to be able to delve into that world and do some things that push this forward and even things that will follow through with that. I'll have upcoming events in um, Atlanta, Um, Alabama and booking more constantly but um, again that is October the 11th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the venue on 35th street you can pre-order the book at um, I need you movement dot big like huge I need you movement dot big cartel because some people thought I said something else dot com um, and also, um, say it one more time for us. I need you movement. Big Cartel. Okay. Dot com, and then also um, the I need you movement. Dot com website is coming. Um, okay. So look out for that. And one other thing, I'd like to say about the self-publishing. So my book is Please a do. micro book, um, and like I said, I have been writing for a while, and. Um, Uh, this is something that portions of it people had um encountered this before and they had really really strong reactions to it um people telling me they were um you know, like I had emailed portions of it to people and they were passing it out to men in Chicago unbeknownst to me. Um, People, I've had men almost be moved to tears. Some who said they went and started a mentorship program. Just really, really strong reactions. And recently when I was up in Flint, I let someone um, check out portions of it and the strong reaction that they had. And so um, it's a micro book. It's not your traditional size, but it's a powerful message with a call to action and a punch. And so another thing about self-publishing and about my journey is create your own lane don't feel confined to what traditional things say if you have a message to get it out then you get it out there and this was a way with self-publishing that i had control over that i didn't have to shop this around and somebody be like um you know yes no whatever like there are people who want this and there are people who value it the way that it is i know the value that it provides and um i was able to um take things into my own hands and so i say to everybody if you have something that you want to put out get it out don't ever feel like that um well Random House or I don't know whatever Mm -hmm. like if they don't if they're not going to like it and then sometimes for us the particular subjects that we're talking about in the past when you had to just rely on traditional publishing companies then sometimes they might be like that's not relevant because they pick the material that they want Um, one thing that I'm looking for is a goal with myself with learning this process is starting my own publishing company so that um, people in our communities who have stories that they want to tell where it's been hard to shop that around to other places and spaces. Pieces, you have somewhere to go where it's, um, you know, welcomed.
0: But yeah, wow, I'm, I'm so this really, really excited. This has really become a
2: thing for it's, you. Yeah, yeah, like I'm super,
0: super excited about it. That was kind of going to be my next question: is big picture for you as far as the movement, other cash flow opportunities as it relates to moving the idea forward. So that's huge. What else would you want to say there? So other opportunities with
2: entrepreneurship, of, of course, are speaking engagements, um, events, um, as well as um, writing up curriculum and programs. Um, it's, it's, it's like endless I mean merchandise. It. Um, You know Things that Because you brand Your movement And one of the Biggest things for me Is the I need you movement Is for us As a people And so just like You know With with the I need you um, Wristbands We rock those Live strong Things very hard This is for us. This is an identifier of the fact that you are a black man or you are a black woman who values black men and black women, black people, black youth, black community, and that you are able to say, I need you. When, um, you know, people receive these, I say you put this on the wrist of the recipient, of the person who you are giving this to, and you say, brother, sister, husband, wife, spouse, um, man, boyfriend, girlfriend, my child, whatever, you look them in the face and you tell them, I need you. Because that's where we start this conversation, where we shatter these barriers here, this um, lack of vulnerability or this pride or this, you know, I have done these lies before about the um, zero, can I say the zero F's to give mentality or the pettiness <clears throat> or okay. whatever, right. that we are going to eradicate this and understand that in our households where um, marriages, relationships, co-parenting, um, sure. all of these things, our youth, our communities, we have to look at each other and be able to say, I need you. So we are branding this. This is something that you end up being able to, you know, people ask you, what does that mean? And you explain to them and we pass it on. So that's another opportunity with the merchand- merchandising and branding it. And it's exciting for me because um, you know I'm big on on the community and the message but then also um, I, I feel as I'm doing this helping people to transition the people who are out in the community doing the work all the time and sometimes you work 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 and you do a lot of things when you've been in the nonprofit sector and the community sector and whatever, Mm -hmm. and um, transitioning that into um, the business aspect as well, because pouring into your business so that you can continue to pour
0: more into um, the community. Sure. So monetizing, I need you to be able to funnel it through to various other initiatives. Yes. Yes, fantastic. Congratulations in thank advance you. on your success. I know it's it's imminent, and we're excited to support you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on here, and I thank um, everybody
2: who has been supportive along the way and moving forward. Yeah.
0: Well, well, wrapping up, I know you've kind of touched on this, just sort of um, advice to someone who might be in your space. Maybe they have a whole movement in them, and they're not sure how to move it forward. What would you say? Where would you send them? Is it YouTube University? How did you... How did you get the information to be able to get it into a book and put it in someone's hands? So there is a plethora of
2: information out there online. Like you said, YouTube University is just Wonderful. You can go and like type in whatever you're looking for and just create yourself a playlist. Like I I started doing a playlist about um, formatting. I did a playlist about formatting. um, Wow. Pre-sales. I did, (laughs) um, you know, a playlist just about different aspects of this and listen to different people and what their thought processes were um, on this. Um, Of course, Google, um, you contact me Um, if I can help, I definitely, um, will, but those are places to start and play. And basically in your mind, when you say, I'm going to get this done, like I said, mine is a non-traditional, um, product you could say, but I still was like, I'm going to get this done. So first you have to get out of your own way and understand you have something powerful, something valid, um, put it out there, do it, get it done. The regret would be to not
0: get it done. So, wow. Huge. So you mentioned connecting with you. How exactly can we connect with you? So um, you can connect with me. My
2: Facebook page is um, Star Armstrong. Um, also, you can email me at Star and that's S T A R R. Give me both my R's. S T A R R. conveying ConveyingCulture.com.
0: ConveyingCulture.com. Okay. All right. And then if you could just once more, Review the information for the launch so we can make sure the we're supporting launch, you The launch,
2: yes. We're kicking this off in Virginia, in Norfolk, Virginia, the right place to start. And that is um, October the 11th at the venue on 35th Street. And it's from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Come out and experience something, um, something different.
0: Awesome, awesome. I will definitely be there. You'll have books on hand. We can get the book signed. Yes, yes. Okay, and you did All mention something interactive. How do we prepare for the for the interactive piece? It sounds highly therapeutic. It sounds like it might be a little confrontational. Can you say more about it? We have I, just a couple I, minutes before I think that it will be enjoyable, and I think okay. you come
2: in in the spirit of knowing that you need um, each other. And as long as you come in in that spirit, you're going to enjoy everything that you encounter so if you know again my book is dear black man i need you if you are a black woman and you understand the need and the value of our men if you have some things that you want to address or talk around about around that if you are a black man who is excited about knowing that um there's a movement that our sisters are saying that we need you we need you at your best if you want to hear that And, and and in all aspects um sister to sister brother to brother um but we're kicking it off
0: here with dear black Man. And I need you. Okay. Sounds like there might be a dear black woman coming sure. too. Dear black child. Can <laughs> I say that? Can I say that?
2: There's more to come. To be continued. Definitely. Right. To be. We have a whole community, right? So um, all must be represented. Okay. So we must have a starting point. Facebook, I need you movement. Yes. Facebook is. Um, I need you movement. And you can also um, register on there for the event, um, the Eventbrite. Oh, give us that. Give us that. The Eventbrite link. Do we know it? Um, No, but it is on the I Need You Movement
0: Facebook page. It is easily accessible. Fantastic. Anything else? Does Clever Communities in Action have anything coming up that we need to be aware of?
2: Well, you know, we have our um, razor sharp readers program, which is the barbershop based literacy program catering to African-American boys um, promoting literacy, positive self-esteem and cultural awareness in a familiar environment, the barbershop. Um, And we also have our Read to Lead program, and we are currently looking at um, another school that we are about to drop these culturally affirming books into, as well as um, I have a meeting coming up today in which um, we're furthering—we're doing a partnership with our Flint school and one of our Norfolk schools, um, you know, pushing that further along because— Really, really excited about those initiatives with our, our 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 elementary students here and our scholars in Flint connecting and doing some
0: things um, technology based with literacy. Wonderful, wonderful. Star Armstrong, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope to thank have you back. You. I look forward to coming yes, back. Excited about your launch as well. After this break, events and activities to connect with and a preview to next week's show. We'll talk soon.
2: The biggest financial asset that you have going for you by miles is the value of your own
0: earning power over the years. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. More important business insights are on the way. Stay locked in. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after these messages welcome back i hope you have enjoyed my two guests for today i'm very excited about entrepreneurship i wrote down everything that was said and i'm looking forward to publishing my very first book i hope that you have been or that this has been beneficial for you as well listen i want to thank you for tuning in i am blair durham your host black wall street today we look forward to seeing you and talking with you next week